Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Today's guest, Jennifer Farr Davis, is going to motivate all of us. For the average person hiking the 2,185-mile-long Appalachian Trail takes about six months. In 2016, only 20% of hikers who attempted to hike the trail continuously were able to complete it. However, Jennifer has not only hiked the trail three times, but she has broken the record of the fastest known hike of the Appalachian Trail for both men and women in 2011. She crossed the trail in 46 days, 11 hours, and 20 minutes, maintaining a remarkable average of 47 miles per day. Throughout her career, she has hiked over 14,000 miles of trails across six continents and earned the National Geographic Adventure of the Year Award. She has been featured on NPR and CBS Early Show and is a professional speaker and founder of Blue Ridge Hiking Company, a guided service that strives to make the wilderness acceptable and enjoyable for hikers of all ages, genders, and ability levels. Jennifer is the author of five books, including her newest book, The Pursuit of Endurance. Wow, Jennifer, welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I have a passion for walking, but you have humbled me today. You mentioned that after you graduated from college, when I was reading about you and was so intrigued, that you were offered a job, but you actually turned that job down to hike the trail. Tell us about making that decision and how your employer thought about that decision. Well, I, I knew I wanted to hike the Appalachian Trail after college, and so I wasn't looking for a job, but I was working part-time through school. And so I got this offer, and I turned it down, and I remember being really shocked because um, my employer turned and asked, well, you need to think seriously about what it is you're running away from. And that was such a contrasting thought to why I was doing the trail because everything felt like I was going towards something very important and significant and transformational. So yeah, it was a real wake up call that not everyone sees the Appalachian Trail is something that's educational and transformational. And and it's sort of interesting to follow up on that, that Appalachian Trail, you basically, there was no backpacking experience and you thought, I can do this. So opposite of maybe what he was saying, you weren't running away from something, you were seizing it. What did you learn over the years about resilience and strategies and how to get through tough times? There There must have been times on that trail that it wasn't as pleasant as maybe the books or the television would make it look. No, I think spending extended periods of time outdoors, it's going to be a really big lesson in adaptability. You're always going to have to be a creative thinker and a problem solver, and you cannot feel entitled. If you feel entitled to, you know, good weather or sunny days or the things going your way, you're going to be very disenchanted and disgruntled very quickly. So, Hiking teaches you to be hopeful. Hiking teaches you to look for the best, even in bad circumstances, and it teaches you to be able to change your plans in order to keep going. And and so much of your message sort of transcends to all aspects of life, whether it be a job or uh, you're deciding that you want to start a nonprofit, whatever that is, or, or even physical endurance. But I know that you have recently written a book, The Pursuit of Endurance. What inspired you 
to write it and what can women from all backgrounds, not necessarily even athletes, learn from it? Yeah, I mean, honestly, well, there's so many gifts that, you know, and I do want to say you said you're a big walker. Hiking is by definition a walk in a natural setting. I really don't want it to feel <laughs> intimidating to folks. And it really meets you where you're at. And there's so many so many gifts that come when you're willing to take a walk in the woods. But, you know, I think one of the biggest gifts is just the life application. You do learn lessons out there. And you also have time to think and process or meditate or pray or heal and there's this great saying that hikers use, and it just goes, the trail gives you what you need. And I think it's so true. And so for me, I don't hike the way I used to. I have two kids under the age of five. I work very, very hard. But, you know, I still think about the things I've learned and embraced from the trail every day. And it makes my life off trail so much better. So I think taking those lessons and applying them to all different walks of life and all different paths, it's so valuable and it's so universal so everyone can connect with it whether they're a hiker or not that is such a strong message to women because um you in one part when i was reading about you you mentioned that you felt most beautiful while you were out there hiking can you tell us what that feeling is like and how you decided to phrase it like that feel most beautiful yeah, the trail has been so empowering for me in so many ways and so healthy for my self-image. And one of the most powerful aspects of my first journey on the Appalachian Trail, which took five months, was the fact that I was away from mirrors. I was away from billboards and magazines and commercials, and I started to see myself differently. I saw myself through interactions with other hikers, so if I was kind and made someone smile. That was my reflection. That made me feel pretty. And I also, you know, I always thought nature was beautiful, but I never saw myself as a part of nature until I hiked the trail. And so getting to the end, I felt so not just beautiful and strong, but I realized I could do so much more than I once thought was possible. You know, and, and that takes the, the, the cliche type of expression, you feel beautiful inside as much as outside. Um, to a whole nother level when you describe it in those terms. I think that women naturally want to help others and give back. And talking about being a woman and a mother, you talk about you have two, a mother of two now, and that sure, sort of changed your adventure and lifestyle. And I think that so many women go through that. It's a transition. Can you share a little bit about becoming a mother and hear you, your passion was hiking, but you obviously can't go away and, and hike 2,185 miles without figuring out what you're going to do with those two beautiful lives that you brought into the world. So tell us a little bit about that journey and transition. Yeah, well, you know, the backpacking was an amazing foundation because there's, like, no practice for pregnancy quite like strapping a 30-pound pack on your back and hiking <laughs> up mountains. So. In some ways, it, it really helped. And then in other ways, I do love, you know, making miles on trails and going out and having alone time. And I don't get a lot of that now. I say, you know, my kids have really transitioned me from a hiker to a picnicker. <laughs> we do a lot, of, a lot of outdoor eating more than hiking. But it's all good. And I think another, you know, lesson of the trail that I've been trying to embrace and internalize is just their seasons of life. And, you know, I don't actually strive for balance on a daily or weekly sense because I think that different seasons of life are going to require different intensities and different level of efforts and different skill sets. But I think when you look at it as a whole and give yourself grace in extended periods of time that 
over the whole journey, you can find you can find balance and joy in all different paces and speeds and and seasons that you go through. Uh, Jennifer, I can't agree with you more because I think so many women out there are smiling right now that are raising children and having raised four children. I remember saying to myself, just remember to find humor and laughter in something throughout the day. And, you know, I laughed most of the days and others. I had to really search for that humor and laughter. But I think that that's part of the journey. And what I would like to go back to is I know that you've written this book, The Pursuit of Endurance. What would you tell the ladies listening today if they picked up that book, your one reason writing it? What was the one purpose of writing that book for you? Well, you know, I I loved writing this book because I'll give you two reasons. Number one, it was more than just my experience. I've learned a lot on the trail, and I knew that. And I've shared my experiences through stories and books. But I wanted to take the lessons of some other people who have done things no one else has accomplished on trail and say, well, what did you learn, and why does it matter, and how does it help you in life off trail, and how could it help someone else? So I get to share the lives of these really incredible individuals and then throughout the book what you see is the trail does not discriminate based on gender and neither does endurance and women are really well suited for efforts of endurance and for adventures outdoors and I think that has a really powerful story because I know I see myself now as much more of an equal and much more of a force in the workplace because I got out on the trail and realized that I was limiting myself based off preconceived notions and the reality of what my body can do and what I was capable of physically and mentally put me, you know, at the same place with any other person out there. So the trail taught me, um, and again, I think forced me to see myself as an equal. And sometimes that is really hard for women to fully accept and embrace. And so that story is woven throughout in this really natural, beautiful way of storytelling. Well, Jennifer, every New Year's, I write a list of the books I'd like to read. And your book, The Pursuit of Endurance, is going to be right up there. I can can also visualize myself sitting in a nice, quiet place and reading that book. So thank you so much for joining us today because this was an inspiration to many of us. You know, it doesn't have to be a 2,000-mile hiking trail. It can be small steps, but we all start somewhere. So thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks so much for having me. We'll hope to see you guys out on the trail. (laughs) And thanks for our listeners in tuning in today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud, Podbeam, and womensradio.com for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.